Today's read, Meditations Across the King's River, African-Inspired Wisdom for Life's Journey. Chapter 10, Close Encounters with Dr. Epega's Wisdom. Your soul has its own agenda. You like comfort, but your soul wants to be challenged. You crave security, but your soul loves the unknown. You accept the status quo, but your soul seeks revolution. Study the movement of forces. That's what my mentor and friend, Baba Afolabi Epega, would say as he taught me the art and science of Eva divination. He was referring to the spiritual energy patterns that are constantly in motion around us. Baba was a short, round, jovial Nigerian man. I loved it when he came to Oakland. We would laugh so loud and hard as we sat around the kitchen table in the late evening hours discussing his life and Yoruba spirituality. Make sure clients pay you before you do the reading, he advised. It's part of the ritual. They might not want to pay after they hear what you have to say. Otito Koro, truth is bitter, and many people don't want to hear the truth, but that's part of the sacrifice. To deal with the truth. The truth never changes. It never dies. It's your job to tell the client what the reading says. If it's not good, say it's not good. Whether they like it or not is their business. You're not divining to please people. You're a priest, not a magician. If they want magic, tell them to go to Hollywood. The purpose of divination is to help people see things from different perspectives, Baba said. Although many years have passed, I still remember Baba's advice with great fondness. His life's mission was to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. Who knows how far he might have gotten if he had been blessed with a long life. His sudden passing in 2006 shook me up. A friend of mine called and broke the news to me. Not feeling well, Epega was rushed to a hospital. His blood pressure was high, friends say, and within hours, this well-known scholar and mentor and friend slipped into a coma and died. Like many in the Ifa community, I was shocked and saddened. I thought about Baba Epega throughout the day and night. Then, after I arose the following morning, I began the task my spirit assigned. I started writing about the brief moments Baba Epega and I shared together, and I shared it on my blog at the Tamarind Years website. How much time was it? Somehow, it feels like an eternity. In reality, it couldn't have been more than a total of maybe 20 hours, but because we only met about three times in person, looking back, I guess it was more than enough time to teach me pieces of his craft and wisdom. Baba was brilliant, but didn't believe in complicating things. He once told me to keep things simple and stupid. Not only was he a fifth generation Ifa priest, Baba was a scientist with a PhD in organic chemistry. 
and a writer too. In addition to co-authoring the book, The Sacred Ifa Oracle, Baba was the author of Ifa, The Ancient Wisdom, and Obi, The Mystical Oracle. He described Ifa as a body of knowledge that has been handed down by the prophet Orunmila to help people shape their lives. He was big on personal development and su'uru, patience. Knowledge is important and must be embraced, he said. What are you rushing for, he would ask rhetorically. People want everything now, but that's not the way of Ifa, he fumed. In our world of 30-day diet plans, fast food and microwave dinners, we often fool ourselves into thinking our goals can be achieved overnight. And then we get mad or assume something is wrong when things don't go as planned. Yes, you can get instant coffee or instant mashed potatoes, but don't expect instant success. Baba shared a story of a client who had been told in a reading she would be blessed with a baby. She didn't believe a word of it. Twenty years later, she was shocked when the baby arrived. During a reading in 2003, I was told I would be divining for others in the future, which I assumed would happen in a few years. How wrong I was. I didn't start doing readings until 10 years later. Not only did it not happen when I thought it would happen, it didn't happen how I thought it would happen either. Rather than run from mistakes, Baba said, we must make room for mistakes and learn from them. His thoughts on relationships never insist on staying in an unproductive, unfulfilling relationship. Open your doors, he would say. You can't love anyone by force. Baba spoke of the importance of sacrifice too, which is widely practiced in many spiritual traditions, including Judaism and Islam, but he was strongly opposed to the overemphasis on ritual offerings. It's not supposed to be blood sacrifice alone. That's misinformation. Going out of your way to help elders or the needy or sick or homeless people and volunteering at humanitarian organizations are forms of sacrifice too. Though I miss Baba, I find comfort in knowing he's still available to guide me in spirit. I call on him every time I do a divination for a new client. Then, with the help of Ifa, I zero in on seven key areas that affect all. Health, finances, relationships, emotional well-being, spiritual well-being, career, and home. Sometimes a client might be worried about finances, but should instead be focusing on improving the quality of their relationships. Or sometimes a client might be too focused on pursuing a career when instead they should be focusing on their emotional well-being or their health. Over the years, I've learned to trust what I see even if it doesn't make sense to me or my clients at the time. 
Just like Baba said, the wisdom of Ifa invariably becomes clear in time. And lately, I've had a deeper grasp of what Baba Ipega meant by the movement of forces. It's similar to the concept of yin and yang in the philosophy of Taoism. In Ifa, we call these twin forces Iji Okbe, Eji Okbe, which represents the masculine force, and Oyeku Meji, which represents the feminine force. In a sense, one might think of Eji Okbe and Oyeku Meji as the first ancestors. Eji Okbe, a light force, and Oyeku Meji, a dark force are two sides of the same coin. It's impossible to have one without the other, just like we can't have day without night. The ancients looked at everything in the universe as a combination or a variation of these two primary energies. Unlike yin and yang, however, the Ifa divination system consists of 256 possible combinations of these forces. We call these divine forces Odus, which Baba said represent all the activities in the universe and are applicable to every event in the past as well as in the future. How can one apply the concept of the movement of forces to everyday life and its endless challenges. By first understanding, we need positive and negative forces in order to grow, and by having the courage and wisdom to embrace both. Baba said, we should praise God no matter what situation we find ourselves in, and we must stop labeling experiences as being either good or bad. Unlike Christianity, the concept of absolute good or absolute evil does not exist in Ifa. No situation is ever 100% good or 100% bad. Over the years, I've watched how the two divine cosmic forces played out in my own life. After 19 years of working for corporate America, Things got ugly on my job, and I eventually was forced to leave. Oye Meji, darkness. Furthermore, I ended up owing tens of thousands of dollars in taxes because I had to tap into my 401k savings in order to survive. Again, Oye Meji, or darkness. However, leaving that job brought me closer to my calling as an Ifa priest. It enabled me to experience Eji Ogbe or light. Furthermore, the hardships I've experienced over the years gives me deeper insight into the struggles my clients are facing. And though it's never easy, I've learned to be patient when things don't go my way because I understand there's often a blessing behind it. Political events can be interpreted through this movement of forces lens. In my opinion, the election of President Barack Obama and the hidden and not so hidden racial tension 
hatred and resentment that led to the rise of Donald Trump echoes what Ifa says about duality and how positive and negative forces follow like a cosmic dance that never ends. What flows must also ebb, and what ebbs must also flow. As the demographics of America change, and the population becomes less white and more multicultural, white supremacists fear the reality that they will soon be outnumbered and that their season of domination will eventually come to an end. They can resist all they want, but they are dealing with a shifting, rising tide that can't be stopped. Indeed, the movement of forces is playing out right before our very eyes. I wonder what Baba Ipega would say about how I applied the movement of forces to political science. I'm hoping that he's beaming at me from the heavens. I am sure he would look at his own passing as a lesson in the movement of forces. There is no going without returning, and no returning without going. In Yoruba culture, we don't fear death like they do in the West. We believe in the immortality of the soul. Death is seen as an obligation of life. What dies is the body. The spirit lives on.